Hello, everyone. This is the Deferential T.I. coming to you. And we're going to title this one, Cortisol, Toys, Hobbies, and You. And the thought came to me to put this together because we have so many issues going on in the world today. Gas is high. Gas is high to the sky. I know it's high in Detroit. It's bananas in Detroit. It's high in Texas. It jumped overnight in Texas, and it, and it keeps jumping minute by minute. I can only imagine what it's like in uh, California and Texas. That can cause anxiety, especially if you have a long commute to work, which remote working is the bomb, I'm sure. Um, then, too, you know, you have you have other things that are causing us anxiety and stress, such as high prices at the uh, grocery store. And sometimes things just aren't available. That can stress you as well. Fear of what will be and fear of what is coming can stress you out, which brings me to nuclear war talk. It's all over the news and there's no way you can get around it. And what happens is, when we get overstressed out, this can uh, overactivate the cortisol that is found in our bodies naturally. This hormone is put there to keep you safe. When your safety is threatened, your cortisol is triggered so that you can take action to protect yourself, your person, your family. However, if it's overactivated by perhaps information overload, it can cause a number of problems. It can cause digestive problems. It can cause weight fluctuation, decreased immunity, sleep issues. And uh, cortisol can impair executive decisions of the brain. It impairs decision-making abilities. It impairs your visual constructive skills. It can impair your motor functions, uh, your information processing speed. It could cause a number of problems. So what is a person to do? You have all of these things going around. And, and worse still, your little ones are affected as well. Don't Please don't think that they aren't paying attention because they are. So what can, what can people do to... Um, to help themselves. Well, <clears throat> I'm coming to you from personal experience. I've been through a lot. And I did things naturally that I did not know were helping me to cope. Um, and one of the things that I did was, and I still do, I, um, I play with toys. I, I, I was a doll collector, but... Um, Circumstance after circumstance kept causing me to lose everything. So my little doll collections would appear and then they'd disappear. They'd never get to a grand collection of um, of 300. Some say that's small. To me, that's huge. So I have maybe about, I probably can lay my hand on maybe $10 right now. But when, I, when I'm working with those dolls, for me, it um, it takes my mind away from the uh, the things that would worry me. Uh, 
and it puts my mind in a uh, a happy state. It also, for me, it um, it triggered it triggered more creativity. It triggered more wondering about hmm, what can I do with this and what can I do with that. Then it leads to other things because you know you're looking and you're saying, okay, now how do I want my doll to look? And so you start redesigning these clothes. So what are you doing? You're triggering your designer skills. Then you're um, you're saying, you know what? I don't like her hair. Let me get my let me get her hair together. So then what? You've triggered your hairstyling skills. And then you say, hey, you know what? I put all this time into her wardrobe and her hair. So you know what? Let me take a picture. And so you trigger, you know, you start taking your pictures. Say, oh, this is so cute. But you know what? It doesn't look like this picture right here in uh, this magazine or on this website. So what have you done? You've triggered photography skills. See? And so while you're doing all these things, you're doing things that are pleasurable. You're teaching yourself and you're um, you're leading yourself into other areas of interest that are latent in you, perhaps. And what you're not doing is you're not stressing about nuclear war, high gas prices and um, high high prices of food. Um, And that's invaluable. That's invaluable. Many people don't like taking medication for for um, emotional problems, problems of the brain, and hobbies such as toys, certain toys. They act as medicine in a way, like your toys are like your Xanax. Your your they calm you down, and they deactivate that cortisol, which can cause so much damage. We already know cortisol can cause damage to the body, to the brain, to the nerves, impair your decision-making abilities. And have you ever heard people say, when you're upset and when you're in a highly emotional state, do not make any decisions? This is why. They're not saying things just to hear themselves talk. They're telling you this because you've activated so much cortisol and you're in such an upset state that you may make a bad decision. You may need to take a few moments to calm down. But can you imagine the damage that you're doing to your body if this cortisol is just going on and on and on? It's there for a reason. It's there to protect you and it does regulate certain functions in your body. But these, under normal circumstances, it definitely works to protect you. But, and excuse the plane that you hear, but these are not normal times. These normal times are stressing everybody out. And these these things that are external, we don't have any control over. But what we can do is try to set up our environment so that we can take some of the stress away. And that's why I'm talking about your toys. Um, coloring is fun. Um, I have colored all my life. I've had a very... Uh, it's, it's my life has been something else but one of the things that helped me cope in right away as a little girl and one as a little bitty girl and one I've always colored and it always took me out of myself and it led me to happy places 
even when my world looked like a uh, a pitch black cave, an ink black cave with no with no with no thought and no light at the end of the tunnel. There was no tunnel. But as long as I had my little coloring books and my crayons, I was good to go. I'd sit there and color and I was so happy. And on into my adulthood, when things wouldn't go in the extreme the way I thought that they needed to go, and they really did need to go that way, I uh, one of the ways that I, I would ease my mind was to color. And um, what happened was it took me away from... It took me away from certain things like like being stressed over uh, people who were no longer in my life, maybe by a death, perhaps, or what have you, because death is very stressful. But a lot of times, you know, you get to coloring and it relieves your mind of grieving. Um, you start to plan the interplay of colors. Well, what happens if I put this color with that color? Well, how would this look if I designed it like this, if I colored it like that? Um, and then it just leads you into other places. It leads you, it takes you into color and design into a whole different area. And what you have done is you have walked away for an hour, 30 minutes or whatever, away from the pain and the grief and the disappointment. And this helps soothe your brain. And it helps you to stabilize so that when you revisit the pain and the grief, you're, you're stronger day by day to deal with that and to pick up your normal function in life. This is what I found in my case. And I'm telling you, am I telling you that I'm a big child? Yes, that's what I'm telling you, but I'm telling you why I'm a big child, because I have I have learned that um, these things are actually medicine. This is this is a medical remedy. You want a homeopathic remedy? I'm giving you some right now. Go pull out your toys. Some of you are doll collectors. You are doll collectors for a reason because it takes you away from stress. Your boss got on your nerves and you want to punch him in the mouth. But what you do is you go home, you pull out your doll collection, you get their clothes together, you do a photo shoot. Forget your boss. You ain't thinking about him no more. He's a distant memory. Uh, your wife said something to you that got on your nerves. You go and you look in the uh, closet somewhere where your Hot Wheel collection is and you pull out all those fancy cars that you have been collecting, your antiques from the, um, what is it? The antiques are from like the 20s. And then you get your classics and vintage, what are they? 30s, 40s, 50s. I like collecting Hot Wheels as well. And uh, I did have some camera equipment, but like I said, I kept losing. I kept having to restart, restart, restart. And so um, I have nothing right now. But um you know, just a, a, a Hot Wheels photo shoot for those of you that are into this. Can you, I mean, it takes you out of yourself. It takes you out of um, it takes you out of nuclear war. OK, you've done your prepping. OK, you've done your shopping. OK, you got your gas. You've done these things. You've read about what to do. You all have been doing your drills. You've got your bug out bags and your bug out locations. That's fine. But guess what, guys? 
Life was not meant to be about bug out bags, drills, and these things. These are things that you have to do to protect yourself, but you must relax. Because if you don't relax, you will not be able to protect yourself. Because an overactive cortisol level impairs executive decision-making functions. And it can damage your children. You don't want to stress them out 24-7, nuclear war, prep, 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 high prices, high prices. Okay, guess what, guys? It is like that. Yes, Lord, it is. But you will continue to live. Are you going to sit in the house? Are you going to spend every waking hour thinking about those things? If you are, you are going to completely disintegrate on the inside. You have to replenish yourself. And I'm telling you, I pull out my coloring books. I pull out my crayons. I pull out my my phone, my camera phone, right? And um, I get going. And another thing that I love is art journaling. And I just discovered that. And um, art journaling is terrific. If some of you feel like you're too grown to play with Hot Wheels and you're too grown to pull out your dolls and uh, you, you, you know, you're just above that. I get that. I get that. Well, maybe let's try some a little more sophisticated play. And this, I think, will appeal to all sexes, both sexes, whatever. Um, start art journaling. And you know those notebooks that sometimes you put to the side and you don't want to throw away, but you wonder why you're uh, holding them? This is what you do. Start art journaling. And art journal with what you have. Art journaling relaxes your mind. It takes you out of yourself, which if you're if it's taking you out of yourself, it's taking you away from problems. It's, it's, it's helping you to recover from all of the bad information you just took in throughout the day. High gas prices. Uh war um so on and so forth you have to have a break and more importantly your children need a break so why not art journal uh head of households male or female you know you can't sit around thinking about what you don't have and how are you going to do this and how are you going to do that 24 7 i mean you know that you know what you must do you have an internal track record of the things that you have done and you know that you're not a slouch. So all of those bases are covered and you're working step by step each day to put yourself in a better position. But now you have to take care. You have to have fun, guys. You have to have fun. And it's it's not fun just to be fun. It's fun for medicine. It it. It is homeopathic medicine for your brain. So if you don't feel like, you know, you're uh, you're going to stoop to the level of pulling out your Hot Wheels or your dolls or whatever. Okay, that's cool. Get an art journal. Get an art journal and start put draw. Draw in your art journal. Write and draw in your art journal. Collage in your art journal. Um, play with color in your art journal. Get you some cheap acrylic paint. And, and splash it on there somewhere and, and just do things. Do intuitive art journaling. Just let the um just let the colors flow. Get get your crayons and just don't even think about it. Just start coloring and seeing what happens. Write in color. Write 
what you were feeling today, um, the anger you felt today, and then get the colors that match that. Or um, if you're in a good mood today, you enjoyed a, a something special today. Maybe you had uh, your favorite ice cream or whatever. Put that in your journal. Get get the colors that match the way you felt. Write the words and put it all together. That journal. It's cathartic and it's cleansing. It's relaxing. It's distressing. And it deactivates your cortisol. And if you need it, imagine how much more your little ones need it. And your little ones are 21 and under. You can only make suggestions to your teenagers. Hey, you know what? Are you just get get your art journal? Are you are you upset because you know he didn't smile at you or she didn't smile at you or you didn't make the team? Go get your art journal. You don't have to tell anybody you're doing it. Just get in there and do it, and it'll relax. Just, just relax you. Your little ones, your little bitty ones, it's good that they do this. And what it's going to do, if there's any latent expression in them, any latent creativity, and everybody's creative one way or another, it's going to unlock that. And this is important, especially for melanated parents. And I'm going to say this because too many times we focus on we focus on certain things, whatever's popular of the day. The skill du jour, right? Skill of the day. Okay, so what what were some of the skills that we we honed in on? Every at one point, everybody wanted to be a hairstylist. Um, everybody wanted to be a rapper. Everybody wanted to be a um a, a sports player. Okay, and as a result, you know, we became saturated. People can do it and we can do it well, but it's saturated and it's restricting because there are other things that we are good at and we have a tendency to limit ourselves. And I don't know why this is, but when you start your little ones into their art journaling, you never know where it's going to lead. If you if you play with your little ones like they want to design clothes for their dolls, you never know. You might unlock a designer. And we when we say designer, we're not just talking about a designer of clothes. It, is he or she a designer of furniture? Are they going to design buildings? Are they going to design different methods of transport? You never know where this play leads because play, play relaxes, it stimulates your imagination, and it builds... It builds um, creative and constructive skills. So let help your little ones to play. They need to distress in this stressful world. That's part of protecting them. And it's part of protecting yourself. And you have to do these things. And um, I know, and I learned this about myself through trial and error. Um, when my mother died, and uh, I got my little divorce and whatnot. Um, it, those those were back to back stressful moments for me, and um, I had to rush right back to work because there was a point where I did not work, and I noticed certain things. I noticed that now I have a sweet tooth, but there was a point when. I had so much anger in me, it was bananas. And so when I was at work, I would get angry easily. And I began to notice that if I slowed down on my eating of um, 
sweets, candy bars, um, what was it all like, cinnamon rolls and whatnot, it was easier to control my anger. So in these stressful times, maybe one of the things we need to revisit is how much sugar we intake, especially with the road rage and things going on. For me, I know for a fact, when I cut down or eliminated sugar out of my diet altogether, it was easier to control my anger. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she's always into homeopathic medicine and and the great foods to eat for this, that, and the third. And one of the things that she put me up on was celery is a natural antidepressant. And I looked at her and I gave her the side eye for a minute. But what happened was um, I, uh, I I tried it out. And one day I, I was having a particularly stressful time at work. And what, what happened was I ate a lot of celery. And I could feel the mental stamina returning. I could feel a calmness returning. I could feel the ability to deal with the situation right away from eating the celery. Another thing I noticed is um, I, I I love fried chicken. Oh, I love fried chicken. And when I went back to work, I was always eating fried chicken on lunch break. But then I thought about something. I said, you know, because I read about how they breed the chickens. And I said, these chickens are depressed. Now, I'm already depressed. Why am I intaking uh, why am I intaking hormones from an animal that is depressed? And I noticed that my depression would become more severe when I would eat the chicken. And when I would lessen it, I was able to manage it. Another thing I found out is that eating carrots is good because it has tryptophan and tryptophan helps you to relax and it helps you with anxiety. And how did I find this out? I love uh, I love animals and I used to love watching uh, Animal Planet with the dog shows. And there was a show where this one wine rhymer had anxiety issues and the the veterinarian was telling them one of the things that they needed to do was change the dog's diet and to give them um, to give them um, carrots because the carrots had tryptophan, which would work with the anxiety. And it worked. And carrots do work. And in this, uh, in this time of increasing um, prices of everything, maybe you can't afford your medicine. Maybe you lost your job and you don't have the ability to get a hold to maybe your anxiety medication, your depression medication. Um, but maybe you have been growing carrots or maybe you can find you some carrots, get some carrots, eat some carrots, try that. Get you some celery, try that. Uh, I know for a fact, the sugar, when I removed a lot of sugar from my diet, it was anger to control. It was easier to control my anger management. When I stopped eating so much chicken, it was easier to control my depression. Now, I am not saying 
that depression is caused by chicken. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Chicken does not cause depression. One more time. Chicken does not cause depression. What I'm saying is that they are they are uh, raised in such a way that they are depressed. And if you are having depression issues, you may want to rethink or revisit or restructure your chicken intake because you don't want to add insult to injury. And this is what I found that worked for me. And I'm just sharing these things. And I'm sharing all of these things because... These are some pretty scary times, but we can't be scared 24-7 or else we will wither away and die inside. And we will not be able to do anything. I don't care how well you prepped. I don't care how big your bug out bag is or your bug out location is. If you're not taking care of your brain and your brain moves the body, you're not going to be able to do anything with all of the things that you have prepared so in order to continue to move forward as a family whether you're a family of one or many whether you're a community family of like-minded people you are going to have to play and let's throw dignity to the wind because silly things are fun And silly things take you away from yourself. Silly things are like, it's like a a shot of happiness and joy and upbuilding and edifying all at the same time. You and your friends or you, you're going to have to do things to make yourself laugh. Be silly sometimes. You and your friends can get together and be silly and do stupid things. Read some books that make you laugh. A, A kind book that makes you laugh. Hey, some of these threads on all these different forums and whatnot, if you read some of the comments, they will have you in tears. I know they have me rolling on the ground in tears. Um, now that's one thing I will give YouTube. Sometimes some of these YouTube commenters will have me in tears to the point where I can't breathe. And that's not really YouTube. That's the commenters. But um Yeah, you have to do things to make yourself laugh. And you have to do things that engage your brain and give it a reason to live for another day. Because um, if you are giving your brain a a reason, a what-if reason, a positive what-if reason, like, what if I I take a picture of my Hot Wheel car and I change the lighting? What if I take a picture of my Hot Wheel car at night? How will it look? What if I cut this doll dress like that? What if I try this in this journal? What if I try this writing style? What you're doing is what ifs gives you a give you a reason to want to see the next day. So it helps you to continue to want to live. It gives you the will to survive. We need our play. We need our relaxation. Play and toys and hobbies are not just for children. They're for everybody. We need them. It's our medicine and it's free. And uh, like I said, the things that did work for me personally and that I have shared, carrots, 
because they have tryptophan, which eases anxiety. Celery, my friend said it's a natural antidepressant. I do know that when I ate a lot of it, it did give me a certain amount of mental and emotional stamina. And it helped me to cope with my job. I, I do know that when I removed a lot of sugar from my diet, it helped me to uh, deal with my anger management on my job. I do know that when I took out, when I monitored my chicken, I, I stopped eating chicken every day. I ate it like maybe once a week. The depression was very controllable. And I'm sharing all of these things because I'm looking around and we are we are swamped with so much negative information. And these things are happening one way or another. And we will deal with them and we are dealing with them. But we have to detach from that because we do not want our cortisol, which is there to protect us, to overactivate us and damage us. Damage us how? Let's recap. If we don't deactivate our cortisol when it gets overactivated by so much information overload of so many negative things, it can damage our body. It can damage our brain. It can damage our nerves. It impairs our decision-making abilities, you see. It can cause sleep issues. It can decrease immunity. It can cause weight fluctuation. It can cause digestive issues. And so I want to share this with you because we're undergoing extremely stressful times and we can't control external forces but we can control what's in our environment our internal environment and how we respond to it and and I'm just sharing you some sharing with you some of the things that have helped me I'm I'm sharing things that helped me when I had my pity party Pull out my stuff and get going. And yes, I collect Hot Wheel cars. I don't have an extensive collection. And uh, I have many interests, but I do take pictures of my little Hot Wheel cars every now and then. They look blurry and crazy, so I delete them. But I'm sharing all of this with you because these are stressful times. And you have to relax your mind. And you have to laugh. Laughter is medicine. Doctors have actually said laughter is like taking your body jogging, internal jogging. And I want to go over one more thing. I want to recap on the cortisol. Cortisol is very useful. It is a hormone that we absolutely need because it perceives threats. And it makes you take steps to protect yourself and your family. And it also regulates a number of uh, body functions. But we are in abnormal times, which will cause ab an abnormal release in cortisol. So we have to figure out a way to counter that. And I'm sharing with you some of the things that I did. 
And I've also said that I know that one man that I have found to be extremely knowledgeable about all different kinds of intricate things that can happen because of circumstances and changes in circumstances is Dr. Rick Wallace. He's extremely intelligent. What? No, more than intelligent, genius. So anyway, this is the deferential T.I. saying, I just wanted to uh, share this with you. Cortisol, toys, hobbies, and you. Have a good day, everyone.